so, so you actually like so now like are you are you actually coaching people too or I speak with people yeah yeah but why don't you make it like a monetary like to, to make it a living like, I'm not about the money it's not about the fucking money dude get away from the money no I, I know I know I know okay so like I know um I think it's because I'm still in the gratitude phase I have gratitude I'm doing it for I'm doing it it's it's gratitude like this gives me, this gives me satisfaction. Gives me fulfillment. It does. Yeah, because I recognize that I'm not special. Like I recognize that my mindset is a result of narrow probability windows that aligned perfectly. That's all it is. Like I used to be really diffident. Like I wasn't opposite of confident right like yeah i had like low probability if you if you it's like 0 0.02 times 0 0.02 times 0 0.02 it's like i had all these consecutive narrow probability windows aligned when i was in australia and that funneled me into the mindset i'm in like you basically take my dna sure i have a strong will but like there was a massive flood when i was in australia so i was okay. living i was living in a dormitory in 2010 and i wanted to live there again in 2011 and the, the whole city went under. Brisbane went under. And right. I remember I was so pissed. Like, I really wanted to live in this dormitory again. I was, like, really pissed off. Because um, it was very social. I liked it. And I ended right. up getting uprooted a few times. Went from one house to another house to another house. I ended up in this. Finally ended up uh, in one place where, that with, like, five people from Malaysia. There was, like, a girl from China. The girl from China had this, like, uh, there was a medical issue in her family at that moment, so she had to, like, move out somewhat suddenly. And then right at that same moment, I had my old Italian housemate who got uprooted, and he found our house right at that second. He came in. I became friends with him. And then he exposed me to, like, just uh, approach philosophy and stuff. And, and then I started, like, being able to bounce thoughts off of him and then I made my approaches. I, I decided like, okay, I'm going to rack up the courage. I said hi to the first girl I ever said hi to. She could have blown me out of the water. Could have been horrible rejection like it is for most guys. And she was as receptive as it could have gone. And we kissed. I'm not fucking around. We kissed. Yeah. I approached her. We talked for fit. We talked for like 15 minutes in the library. And then uh, we, so you say that that's very uncomfortable. We, we I think talked, you're attractive. Blah, blah, blah. We, we no, I didn't know, dude. This is my first fucking approach ever. When I was 25, no. this is not like, I said, I, no, I said, hi, she came out of the bathroom. I was at the library. She came out of the bathroom and I said, excuse me. She turns around. I remember my face was trembling. My face was trembling. And I said, uh. and I said, like, I said, I'm Michael. I think you're beautiful. And right. she like, was like, oh, like, so she started talking to me and yeah. Um, I was really like nervous for the first minute. I remember like my face was really red. I like couldn't really talk. Mm. And then she would like, we ended up getting into this convo for like 10 minutes. And then finally I was the one who was like, well, like we should get back to study. Cause she was like, so, you know, we were both doing work, different parts of the library. And I was like, well, like we should get back to study. And then I go to like hug her and we just kissed on the lips. This is wow. like, so I'm saying it was literally like, the best possible approach she could have had. And it was the, my first approach ever. 
So <sighs> right away. So, it, but it doesn't end there. That's what's fucked up. It's, it's like the second approach I had was at the library with a different girl and right. she was receptive and she ended up giving me a ride home. And like, we like, kind of like, you know, like had a bit of like, you know, let's touch each other's face a little bit. Like super, I'm not fucking around. Like I'm not fucking around. And like, this isn't because, this isn't because I was special. This isn't because I was like, you think, oh, I was profoundly authentic. So like, you know, maybe they were receptive because they could see I was so genuine. It was nothing to do with that, dude. I've made over 15,000 approaches and I can tell you it's all fucking potluck. It's all like that was on, on the spectrum of like approaches, like harsh rejections on the left end. And then like yeah. the super receptive girl that's like, she's going to like marry you. Like, oh my God. You're so <laughs> there. It was like, it was literally like a 0 0.01 times a point like zero zero five as like my first two approaches. And when you multiply that by like all the other circumstances, yeah. with like the floods and stuff. And like, I recognize that I should never have slipped through because I was really insecure and I didn't want to like, I didn't think I'd be able to make my approaches. Like I didn't think that was going to happen. And when I got that boost early, I got lucky that way. So that got the ball rolling. Cause like I talked to guys, man, who like, I, I like, like I'm talking to you. It's like, you can do it. You know, it's the approach itself is a success. And they'll be like, mm -hmm. Hey, you know, I said hi to five more girls today. They were all rejections. And it's like, you just got to keep doing it. Can't dwell. And it's yeah. like, I, that's my awareness, man. It's, it's like, it could have been that it could have been like, I said, I had 20 girls when I first started and they all rejected me in the library. Gave me diamonds on 